Hey everyone, welcome to My Bible Works. I am your host, Cub Cooker. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today. If you haven't already, jump over to mybible.works, grab you a free account, and let's continue this conversation over there. But today we're going to get into the divine law of creation. I cannot wait to share with you. I'm going to share with you something I've been doing for a while and how I'm reading the Bible that has absolutely changed my life. I've heard my whole life, just go read your Bible, it'll change your life. And while it has deeply influenced me at many points in my life, it has moved me to the cross, it has moved me into uh, a church relationships with people, it has moved me uh, to amazing places, I never fully unlocked who I am through the scriptures the way that I believe Jesus himself came to share with us. So we're going to talk about two ways to read the Bible. The way that most churches, most religious institutions, most most uh, Bible study groups will tell you to read the Bible. And then I'm going to share something very unique and what I believe will change your life if you're willing to try it. It's completely biblical. I believe it's sound scriptural doctrine as well as the way Christ did it himself. So I want to share that with you today. You don't want to miss today's episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to My Bible Works. In this tribe, we believe in exploring the Word of God as divine expression. We believe the way of Yeshua embodying the fullness of Yahweh. In gratitude of the love we are given, we focus on things above. We read scripture as treasure, both ancient and mystic. Join me and let's explore the deeper meaning of scripture hidden in plain sight. And consider subscribing for more. And welcome back, everybody. Cub Cooker here. Uh, so excited about today. I am going to reveal to you guys the way I read the Bible, the way I've uh, been able to change my life with it. God has changed my life with it. Um, and it's not what you think. It's not just picking it up every day and, and kind of having this religious attitude towards it. Um, it's actually looking at what the old law was and how it's still the law. And uh, as I talked about, um, there are two ways to look at things. There's law in a legal sense of do this or this, you know, the punishment is if you don't do this. And there's the law as in like the laws of physics, or as I call it, the laws of spirituality or the law of creation. And that has been the key for me to unlocking a treasure trove of biblical truth that has absolutely changed my life, opened my eyes, opened my third eye to a brand new world of faith. Um, and I wanted to share that with you guys today. Um, I was going to wrap up this this section of the series um, on vibration with one more episode. And I'm actually just put this one in the middle here because I want to finish this episode series right Um, especially on vibration because it's easy to just go into this new age place with it. Um, And so I've got a couple of warnings on that, but I also have a couple of biblical things we can do. And before we get into that, let me hit the disclaimer real quick. I'm not a pastor or scholar. I'm just a mentor who loves scripture. I'm a spiritual being and I follow the way of Jesus. Also, I often use the names of God as in Yahweh or Yeshua out of intimacy and not like law or dogma or any doctrinal thing like that. Uh, It's really just something that has helped walk me into a deeper relationship. So that's why I use them on here often. Also, I highly recommend you to your own research and pray on everything as I do. 
I literally walk around uh, my back lot out by the fence and we've got a farm right behind us and I just walk that fence for about a half an hour before I do every one of these episodes. So uh, I want to make sure that I'm in tune with God, in tune with uh, this divine law of creation uh, because I believe that the sacrifice Christ made for us um, is so much more powerful when you look at it this way that it's not just there was this binding law that doomed us to hell and Christ set us free from that. But as in there was this divine plan, this divine order that God desired all things that he created because his nature is perfection and he created all things in that. And then other things happen. We'll talk about the fall of man in a whole series on its own. Um, But all these different things happen that caused sin to infect the earth. And I view sin as the lowest vibration, the lowest thing that you can do. It it breeds fear, doubt, misunderstanding, arguing, miscommunication, uh, problems in marriages, financial problems. It breeds everything, including, uh, you know, the bad side of the law and and ultimately, uh, you know, earning you a seat uh, not with the father. And so um, when we talk about the sacrifice that Christ made, it's a whole different ballgame. When you read this book with your spiritual eyes, when you read it as the law of spirituality, the law of oneness, the law of creation versus the law of the book of the law, the uh, legalities of the law. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people read it as the legalities of the law of, oh my gosh, this is what will happen if I don't dot, dot, dot. Rather than being attracted back into that beautiful place that God created us to exist in with him. So God's divine law of creation and how to live in it. That's what I'm going to talk about today. If you are used to reading the Bible as a book of rules and that Jesus is the answer where we don't have to follow those rules anymore, today will probably end that for you if you have an open mind. And I hope that you do because this has changed my life and I promise it'll change yours if you allow yourself to go there with me um, because it is biblical. I'm going to show you how it's biblical as well. So uh, we're finishing up this series or this part of the series vibes versus vibrations then we're going to get into the rest of the series uh moving forward with numerology versus gematria psychics versus prophets if you see i do kind of the new age version of it and then the biblical version of it and so we're in the midst of this new age to jesus series and uh, i've got a big heart for just sharing this with people because Uh, I grew up in a way that, you know, it was, hey, don't go into this side of all the spirituality and magic and energies and all this stuff because all it is, it just ends in death and God isn't there and we just have to trust Jesus and that's it. And we're, we're, we're bad people, we're sinners, but through him we're forgiven and we can go to heaven, this place that we can't see, you know. And so that messed with me a lot growing up and it messed with my faith as an adult. And so today I want to help you break through those constrictive words and ideas to renew your mind and move into a place where you are reading the Bible with your third eye as the law of creation and Christ being the key to unlocking the law of creation in you. And I think this is a beautiful way to look at it. It's how I look at it. Make your own spiritual decisions for yourself. 
but let's get into the scripture. I've talked enough and introduced. This could be its own uh, series, I think. So, getting into it. Romans 8, 19 through 22. If you'll join me now for a time of meditation as we all just focus on the scriptures and what God has and wants to share with us today. Romans 8, 19 through 22. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in pains of childbirth until now. And guys, I don't know if you hear the same thing I do when I go outside, but when I walk out behind my field and I hear the breeze blowing and I hear the breath of God and I hear all creation groaning in a beautiful song of praise waiting for the day when all glory is revealed. The way God created it through the law of creation, what I believe Christ is setting us free back into, uh, not in a mournful tone, maybe it is a mournful tone, but in a beautiful hope that we're all going to return back to glory. And that happens through Christ. So that's what I want to talk about today, this groaning of creation. Let's look at Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. The man became a living creature from dust to life. Creation is still held in a bondage of things not lining up, things not working the way they could. Things uh, like just walk out on my back lot and I get stickers in my jeans or in my shorts or, or right in my skin because uh, creation is still manifesting uh, this bondage to the fall, to creation and sin uh, sin penetrating creation. Again, I want to do a whole series on the fall of man, the fall of creation, kind of where we're at with that. But when you read with spiritual eyes and you understand what you really are, that you're not a body, you're a temple, you're a temple of energy for the Holy Spirit to connect with, to work through, that changes everything. And that you're from dust to life. And how does that happen? Hebrews 1.3 in the ESV. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And that is Christ himself or Yeshua who came to set us free to lead us into a spiritual sight and understanding that we had not had before. And so the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature is manifest in Christ himself. The, the fullness of God, as we hear in other scriptures. 
If you've been watching this series from the beginning, you know we've talked about water, and we did a whole episode on that, and Masura Emoto's experiments on water. I want you to notice one more time, I've brought this slide up for three or four episodes now, how the beautiful things of love, hope, honesty, respect, gratitude, thankfulness, praise, all of these things create beauty in creation. And all of the negative things, which I won't even repeat back, you can look at uh, some of these words and how they make broken fractals, how creation doesn't function the way it was intended. We can see the difference between love and things that are not of love, how they literally affect the growing of water crystals. They can even affect plants and they certainly affect animals and human beings. And so we see how these energies, how the words out of our mouth, go watch the whole episode on water. It was absolutely fantastic. I learned so much researching for that episode. Understand what the voice of God did to creation when he spoke pure love into existence. And then that pure love was manifest in the person of Christ so that we can be set free back into that beautiful vibration of creation, the divine law of creation. That's what we're talking about. That's what the old Torah was talking about. That's what the Old Testament is talking about. That's what the entire Bible is pointing to, is this perfect plan, this perfect divine frequency to exist on. And sin penetrates, disrupts, and destroys all good things, all vibrations, that are of a high level, a level where the Holy Spirit wants to function in us. That's what I'm talking about today, guys. I hope you're seeing that. This has changed my life. 1 John 3, 4, everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness and sin is lawlessness. What an interesting way to put it. We talk about the law. We think about the law in a judicial sense. That's a pretty scary verse. But it's an absolutely terrifying verse. When you watch this girl blow out the candle, think about this. Whoever commits, everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. It blows out the flame of our spirituality, guys. It blows out our connectiveness to God. Sin is lawlessness. Sin does not exist in the old law or the new law of love. And I want to show you how love fulfills that law here in a little bit. First Timothy one, three through five in the Christian standard Bible. This is false doctrine and misuse of the law. Now this is my warning for this episode. Pay close attention to what this is warning against. As I urged you when I went to Macedonia, remain in Ephesus so that you may instruct certain people not to teach false doctrine or to pay attention to myths and endless genealogies. These promote empty speculation rather than God's plan, which operates by faith. Now the goal of our instruction is love that comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. Now I want you to notice the goal of our instruction, the goal of our ministry is a pure heart, good conscience, sincere faith in love. 
Now he's specifically, this is Paul writing to Timothy. He's specifically warning here against people who are looking at uh, the the old law, the, the Torah, the scriptures, whatever you want to call it that they had back then, that they were learning from, that Jesus came and studied and learned and read and used to share the truth and the true story of what's going on. Now, those laws, the letter of the law that was given to Moses was to show how creation is supposed to work together. Um, all of those, the Ten Commandments, are because it shows those are bad to do because they get you out of sync with God. And so we were seeing the legality of the law through those, but the spirituality of the law is a law that you don't want to break, much as a physics law. You'll create a black hole or you'll end time or you'll uh, destroy yourself or your planet. Uh, those are laws very much like what we're talking about here, spiritual law, spiritual law of creation. So getting back into uh, Timothy here. First uh, Timothy 1, 9 through 11. We know that the law is not meant for a righteous person, but for the lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinful, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound teaching that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God, which was entrusted to me. So the law that we're pointing to, that we hear all through the Old Testament, and that's referred to by the religious authorities in the time of Christ, what this is literally saying here is that the law was created for people who have been infected with sin. For you and me. And Paul was saying uh, what he's about to say here, I'll share. So, a couple of things that we don't want to do. We don't want to think that this law is not for us, because it's obviously for us. Number two, we don't want to spend hours on end trying to what they were doing back then, trying to figure out who the new Messiah was and that he was going to come from this person and this person and this lineage and this divine, you know, whatever, uh, lineage. Those endless discussions is what he was talking about here rather than the true spirituality and nature of the scriptures. So that's what I'm sharing with you guys today and what I just found mind-boggling as I went through this, like, wow, I had no idea. 1 Timothy 1, 15-17, and I pulled this verse specifically from the Names of God Bible. This is a statement that can be trusted and deserves complete acceptance. Christ Yeshua came into the world to save sinners, and I, Paul talking, I am the foremost sinner. However, I was treated with mercy so that Christ Yeshua could use me, the foremost sinner, to demonstrate his patience, this patience serves as an example for those who would believe in him and live forever. Worship and glory belong forever to the eternal king, the immortal, invisible, and only God. Amen. Absolutely love that verse because he's talking about him being the worst sinner. And that for those who believe, who have faith in him, in Christ, in the sacrifice, in the fullness of God that is our connection, our way to the throne, that we can live forever through that. And when you think about live forever, 
a lot of people think about heaven and they go, okay, so it's just this place you exist forever and you play a harp like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. The word life is used in the Bible a lot. Life is something that comes from God. Most people, Christians especially, still live in a religiosity box where there is no life. They're still trying to draw conclusions and lineages and rules or they're just focused on, okay, I'm not a great person, I know that, but at least I have Jesus. I believe in Jesus and I listen to worship music and I go to a good evangelical church or whatever it is. And I wanna remind everyone that Christ came to open our third eye so that we could see the world differently and we could start life now. He said the kingdom is among us and we can start life today. And that life will exist forever because we are infinite beings and that energy that we are that we are created in will exist forever if we go through the door of Christ very important guys um, I hope you're enjoying today I know this is a lot some of these episodes there's so much that I find while I'm researching they just end up being these incredible pieces and I hope you guys see them as well uh, in the way that I do. So John 1, 17 in the Names of God Bible. Laws were given through Moses, but kindness and truth came into existence through Yeshua Christ. And another translation of this, I believe, says love came into existence through Yeshua Christ. So however you want to define that, the laws were given through Moses, but kindness and truth came into existence through Yeshua Christ. Now, I find that very interesting because was God not kind and just in the beginning? Well, of course he was. He created everything to be that way, but then sin penetrated all of that. And then kindness came back into existence. Love came back into existence as intended through Christ. That's what I believe, guys. And I hope uh, I hope you guys are on the same page here. James 2.10 for whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. Whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. And we know who became accountable for all of it. We know that Jesus came and is accountable for all of it, for all of us to bring us back into sync, back into that divine law of creation that God intends for us with him. Now let's look real quick at 1 John 5, 3. To love God means that we obey his commandments. Obeying his commandments isn't difficult. So that's very interesting. Um, why is it not difficult? If, if we mess up on even one of them, we're accountable to all of them. Well, I don't understand that. Because it's not difficult. Once Christ sets you free into seeing spiritually, into acting spiritually into serving others the way he's called us to these are not things that we try to do ourselves that comes from the third eye opening and us reading and seeing and acting and doing everything through the way we were created to and christ came to set us free into that the love of god means that we obey his commandments obeying his commands isn't difficult through christ obviously Galatians 5.14 in the ESV, For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. 
you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So, if obeying the law isn't difficult, then why do we break it so often, okay? So, obeying his commandments isn't difficult from the last verse. And then from this one, we go into the whole law is fulfilled in one word. All of these commandments, the Torah, all fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Interesting, huh? This thing that was created to create unity and oneness with God and each other in the first place has been interpreted so long as a judicial law. And yet, love your neighbor as yourself fulfills the entire law. And what a beautiful thing that Jesus came to share with us. James 5.13 Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. And I put that verse because what I'm going to talk about tomorrow is getting your vibration in tune with God. And 10 specific things that you and I can do today to raise our vibration in a biblical way, all according to scripture, so that we can interact on a divine level with our Father through Christ and receive that Holy Spirit so that we know exactly what to do, say, and how to be. And this is not out of a forced thing, you know. I think religion on me growing up, I always felt like I have to be a certain way. But when your third eye is open, you receive the Holy Spirit, you're moved through and you become this flow, this oneness, this ability to just exist in love. That, I believe, is what Christ came to set us free into. Psalm 96.11 in the ESV, Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. So we see wrapping up here this groaning of creation. The song of creation. The song that you and I sing together to God. That Christ came to unlock that song fully in us so that we might return to him, through him, who was perfect in the fullness of God on this earth. Amen. Thank you guys for joining today. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Something I'm going to start doing at the end of every one of these podcasts is I'm going to say a quick prayer over us. So if you'll just stick around for that, I'd appreciate it. Father, we just ask you, That you would bless this ministry, bless each person out here that has heard this message today, heard your word. That you would manifest in them truth, love, light, joy. And that they would exist on the frequency of love. That they would see all things through their spiritual eye. That you would unlock in them your fullness through Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for joining. Woo, those lights are bright. Uh, I, I don't normally pray on this, but it's something that's been on my heart is like, I pray before it. We need to pray together as a community. That's so important. So uh, I did want to remind you guys, jump on over to mybible.works. You can join for free and you can download my book PDF over there. It's the entire book is a PDF. You can print it off, put it on your phone, whatever you want to do. I know you're going to love it. 
Uh, tons of people have gotten that book. I've had so many wonderful reviews on it and things that people have said. And if you like the book and you love this ministry and you want to help support it, you can join as a monthly partner. And as a monthly partner, you will get exclusive access to my Bible dot works slash all dash courses. The first course over there is my full book study workshop. Uh, and you get not only the digital book, you get the video book, the audio book, you get other downloads, uh, that come with it with like worksheets for you to go through and understand your God given gifts of brilliance. That's why I wrote my book so that you can actually unlock what you can do in the kingdom of God today using the gifts that God has raised you up with your entire life. My book breaks that down exactly. By the end of that book, you will understand where your place is under the sun as a part of God's kingdom and how you can fully serve him. Uh, Like I said, you get the book for free if you join MyBible.Works. MyBible.Works is just an incredible uh, fireside chat community where we just go through the word of God. We go through scriptures um, and study together and love together. Um, and just share ideas, hopes, dreams, all of that. So it's an awesome community. Go grab that. Grab the free book. And like I said, if you want to help support the ministry and you love what we're doing, uh, you can go check that out. Uh, It's just a monthly subscription. It's super affordable, and it makes all the difference to us. This ministry, all of the promotions, everything that we're doing here all comes out of my pocket. Um, And as we grow and we get more monthly members, uh, we can hire more people on. We can grow our studios We can grow our ministry and get this out to more of the world. Currently, right now, we are worldwide. We have a global audience and community, and I'm so thankful to all of you for that. Uh, Like I said, go grab an account. Meet me over there. I love to chat with you guys. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for being here. Raise your vibration to the Father. Don't miss tomorrow's episode. Ten things you can do to raise your vibration to the Father today, according to the Bible. Peace, love, I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe, I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, be sure and give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down below with what you thought of it. Also, if you want to join us in a virtual campfire chat, jump on over to mybible.works. It's completely free and you can join a safe and open Bible study discussion with our global community.